Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I think it's safe to say that we're probably never going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I would say. Pretty safe to say that. Don't get me wrong. I would love to say at least once in my life I got to go to the Super Bowl. I don't care who's playing. It doesn't have yeah. to be the Packers playing. It could be this year's Super Bowl, next year. I don't care. But... Well, that's good. There's just, there's just no way. I'm like everybody and their brother has an article right now about how expensive it is to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and apparently this is the most expensive in history. Which is this Super Bowl? Which is weird because I feel like every year is the most expensive in history. Well, no, this one's definitely got us. This one looks like you're going to be paying around ten grand a ticket just and- to go. That's nosebleed. Yeah, that's just to get in the door. That is the highest of the high corner seat that you can get in Allegiant Stadium. The average price of a ticket last year, just last year, $5,700. Yeah. Rounded up to 5800 just for funsies. Mm-hmm. But still. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, because you've got a couple of popular teams that are in the game this year. It's going to be a good game. I don't know if it's the Las Vegas of it all because just Vegas in general is expensive, right? But like, I don't know. I because because I will admit I looked up hotel prices of for Super Bowl weekend because Kelly, Kelly Clarkson because is Kelly's there. one of the entertainers during the weekend at the Super Bowl. I mean, ridiculous. Oh yeah, even the place that has like the feral cats and like is falling apart still like three hundred bucks a night for a room. The one behind the peppermint rhino. Uh, I'm not sure where that is. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> something if tells you me know, pe- you know. <laughs> say, something tells me the peppermint rhino is a dirty <laughs> if place. If you know, you know. <laughs> so, yes, I feel like we're going to have to let go of that dream of ever being able to go to the Super Bowl ever. <sighs> See, I here's the difference. I've already accepted that I'm never going to go to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You've still got your little childlike Disney <laughs> glimmer of hope. <laughs> I am hanging out at the Peppermint Rhino. <laughs> Ew, are you? I've been there a couple times. I really need to Google this place, don't I? No, no, no you do not. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Luke, do you snore? I have been known to snore from time to time. Not every night, but sometimes. Do you talk in your sleep? Not that I've been told. Mmm. I'm a talker. I'm definitely a talker. Are you really? Oh my gosh, yes. I've had full conversations with people and not even known it. Oh, I wish we could do like a... <laughs> there's got to be a way for you to record yourself at night. There was one day, and this isn't what I want to focus on, but I have to tell you this story. There was one night, I, or one day I woke up and Aaron goes, so, how was that talk last night? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, you sat straight up in bed, eyes open, looked at me and said, do you have an Emmy? <laughs> And I went, and he went, what? And he went, no, not an Emmy. Do you have a Tony? (laughs) He goes, Jeremy, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, I don't want to bleep and hear it. And I laid back down, and that was it. There you go, mistaking your boyfriend for Neil Patrick Harris again. Apparently, I thought he had a Tony. (laughs) Well, one of the ways that people are trying to keep from doing that and snoring, these two things apparently go hand in hand, is this new popular trend mouth taping is this what i is it exactly what it sounds like it's exactly what it sounds like you tape your mouth shut before you go to bed oh yep. I, could, I couldn't do it 
Well, apparently it encourages you to breathe out of your nose, which is better for your health anyway because you have that filtration system in your nasal passages. Yeah. Instead of just breathing it directly into your mouth. But it also makes you keep your mouth closed, which will prevent snoring. Yeah. And it's better for your teeth. I cannot fall asleep if my cheek feels a crease in my pillow. <laughs> like, I have to, like, stretch <laughs> that thing out and make it nice and tight. Because otherwise, I can't fall asleep. You think I can fall asleep with some duct tape on my face? Well, it's not duct tape. It's like surgical tape. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so Any kind of, like, adhesion trying to keep my mouth closed? Well, no, absolutely not. I think we should both try it. Let's try it from the hours of, I don't know, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and see how we do. I don't think that will work. I don't <laughs> think that will work. I think my boyfriend would appreciate it because I do snore as well. Yeah. But I I just am afraid that I won't be able to get enough air through my nose. Yeah. Because my allergies and my sinuses are so bad Yeah. that I feel like I would suffocate. I was going to say, can you imagine that's what wakes you up is the feeling like you're, I don't know, like suffocating or drowning? You're just like... <laughs> I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah. What yeah. a horrible way to wake up. Well, apparently this is the new hotness. It's supposed to lower your blood pressure, filter the allergens, regulate the temperature of your breath, which is supposed to help humidify. I don't even know. There are all sorts of these scientific, I say with air quotes, stories of people taping their mouths shut, and they're all magically healthy. This is why I have an air purifier and a humidifier going in my bedroom at night, so I don't have to worry about this stuff. I just feel like I should do this between meals, (laughs) (laughs) and I would lose so much weight. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Yesterday, Jeremy was beside herself because (laughs) of just a small thing that I did. I was wearing a sweatshirt. It was a newer Green Bay Packers sweatshirt that oh, I got for the holidays. New and joy. nowadays, you know, they put the laundry tags all over on clothing anymore. It's not just on the back on your neck. Now, sometimes they put them on your shoulder, which is really weird. And then some of them put them down like by your waist mm-hmm. on like the side of you. Right. Which is where this one was yesterday. And I've been wanting to cut it off because I can hear the tag as I'm walking down the hallway. It like swishes against my body. It literally was like a scroll. Yeah. The thing was probably what? Four inches yeah. long? Four. Times two. Yeah. There, there were t- two pieces of yeah. like plastic or paper or whatever it was with all the directions on how to wash said garment. So- to this point, Jeremy's with me. She understands I got a long tag on my clothes. It's annoying. Got it. It's the next thing that I did that really set her off. And that was that I texted my wife and asked permission to cut the tag off. It's your sweatshirt. I understand that. Why did you need your wife's permission? Because she's the one who does the laundry in the house. And okay. this had the care instructions on the tag. Do you think your wife doesn't know how to wash a sweatshirt? I know fully well that she knows how to wash a sweatshirt. In fact, she had washed this very sweatshirt before. Then why did you think she still needed the instructions on how to do it? Because I didn't know if it had special instructions for this particular shirt. Did you read the instructions? No. Then did you... (laughs) What... Possessed you to be like, oh, this sweatshirt might be so special that she needs special instructions on how to care for said garment. 
Sometimes they this do. This Green Bay Packer sweatshirt might be made of aluminum or something, <laughs> and we're not able to put it in the washing machine. She may have to like use some sort of weird electrical pulse to get... What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> so either... I love how you just trailed off there. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, I So I texted her. She said, yeah, go ahead. Just make sure it doesn't have anything crazy about it. So I Not cu- that you would know anyway, because <laughs> you don't do the laundry. So I cut the tag off, and then I put it in my pocket to take home to her. Wait, I, and I didn't know that that was the conversation. <laughs> I just see him put it in his pocket. I'm like, why wouldn't you just throw it away? Oh, because I need to take it home to make sure she knows how to wash the sweatshirt. Here's it's the, a sweatshirt. Here's the thing. I was doing a CYA for myself because Why? because I took that tag home to her. I showed it to her, had her look at it. And had her look at it. You forced her to read <laughs> no, the instructions I, on how to wash pin, no, a sweatshirt. No, no, I didn't like pin her down and be like, how do you do it? You have to look at this. Read I this. need you to know how to wash my clothing. No, we were standing like human beings in the kitchen and I handed it to her and I said, hey, just want to make sure that this doesn't have any special instructions and then you can throw that away. Special instructions. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Because she told me, she told me, she says, you have a couple of shirts that have in special instructions, like you have to wash them on a certain temperature, and then they have to be like hung dry versus like dried in the dryer. She just wants to make sure that she's not going to ruin my clothes. And so I handed her the tag, and I said, you throw it away, because that way I know that if anything ever happens to this sweatshirt, it's not my fault, because she saw the instructions, fault, and, and she threw them away. And you can be mad at her, because <laughs> she doesn't know how to wash your clothes. CYA. What? what is wrong with you? <laughs> you just assume that your wife doesn't know how to do your laundry. No, I did not assume that she doesn't know how to do it. I know she knows how to do it, but yeah, I Yeah, because make... you made her read the instructions <laughs> on the tag that you would throw away. Plausible deniability, Jeremy. Plausible deniability. Oh my god. Your wife is a saint. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Time to eat. Grab a plate. It's time to kill it and grill it with Luke, Jeremy, and Jeremy's dad on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I so do look forward to Tuesdays when we get to talk to your dad. Isn't he great? He is a special breed of human being. <laughs> that's for that sure. What does mean? You don't like my dad? I love your dad. Okay. And he loves me. He does. Uh, it's time to find out what we're doing this week. Well, what do you got for us? Oh, let's go fishing. Oh, this is very appropriate because I don't know if you know this or not, Iowa might be getting a new state fish. Oh, yeah? Have you ever heard of an Iowa darter? No. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has either. Exactly, neither have we. (laughs) No, I've never heard of a darter. It's it's an interesting looking fish. Huh. Maybe related to this one that I'm going to do today. Ooh, Ooh. look at that segue. God, that is a professional, man. He's a pro, man. Better than us. Take our job one day. (laughs) Yeah. This guy here is a saltwater fish, though. Okay. He's one of them on my bucket list. I have never went fishing for him, but I'd sure like to go. All right. Nice. You can catch these fish anywhere from California all the way to Alaska. Okay, so he's a West Coast fish, so he's kind of got an attitude. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's odd. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They will range anywhere from 30 pounds to 400 pounds. Whoa. That's a big range. Yep, yep. They do not have scales. They are a skin fish. (laughs) (laughs) There's a new nightmare achievement unlocked. Yeah. Well, like a catfish. Okay. They got a skin on them like a catfish. Still doesn't help. 
Don't Google that. They have a fin that goes all the way around them, all the way from their head to their tail. They're bottom-feeding fish, so you'll catch them in 40 to 80 foot of water. Okay, interesting. Bottom-feeder fish, fin goes all the way around. It's like a tutu. It's like the ballerina of the sea. Yep. <laughs> and their eyes are on one side of their head. What? Because they're on the bottom. So I'm guessing they don't swim like you think they would. Like up and down, they lay flat, so their eyes are on the top of their head. Okay. Now you can buy these fish in a fish market. They sell them. I imagine how these got them. What color are these fish? They know where you catch them. Around California, they are uh, kind of a are lighter brown, and they have spots on them. Ooh, like a leopard. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, kind of like a leopard. Now, you get up into Alaska in the colder waters, they're almost black, but they are dark, dark brown. This doesn't help me at all. Uh, Would it be one of the trout family? No. Trout are in streams. We've told you this a hundred times. Now, these fish, when you fish for them, in California, you can catch one a day. Are they really looking that close? Yeah, they'll check you when you come back into shore. I feel like if I was pretentious enough to be catching these kinds of fish off of California or wherever, I would probably have a yacht that I could hide the excess fish down below. Oh, here we go. Well, these fish now, remember, they'll run somewhere between 40 and 80 foot. All right, so it's going to be a big yacht. <laughs> it's going to be a big. Yeah, you better have big live well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He doesn't know what that means. Is it anything like a swordfish? No. Mm, a marlin. No. Not a marlin. See, I feel like a marlin's closer to a swordfish. They're kind of like a dinosaur. But just imagine, just imagine catching a fish that's as tall as I am, or as tall as you are. That's he'll be, he'll be like that. A great white shark. <laughs> nope. Stegophysiosaurus. No, think about it. I think I have an idea. What do you, I, I got... You got nothing? You I can't got, name any other I fish? I got a fish with the eyes on the same side of the head that's kind of like the dinosaur of fish that gets to be anywhere from 30 to 400 pounds. That's a big <laughs> range. That could be anything. The focus is the eyes on the side of the head. I think I know where we're going with this. What are you thinking? I'm thinking it's a halibut. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It was the eyes on the side of the head thing for me. I knew it. I knew it as soon as he said that. Anytime I've yeah. ever seen a halibut in a cartoon, they've always had regular people eyes just like us. How many halibuts have you seen in a cartoon? <laughs> Google them. They're a weird looking fish. They're weird. Now, when you go to catch a halibut, are you doing it intentionally or are you doing it just for the halibut? Yeah. Yeah. They're Remember, they're they're from California. They're different. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, a halibut usually is my go-to fish for any kind of a dad joke. <laughs> well, I shouldn't see that in there. If you would have said that, I would have immediately gotten halibut. Just for the halibut? Yes, just for the halibut. Aww. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I almost feel like we need to have different music for this particular segment. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. This doesn't bring back memories. Love it. Maybe even be a little triggering for some people. Maybe. I have been fascinated by some of these true crime stories. I'm not getting quite into like the podcast. Oh, come on. Like you are. Come to the dark side, my friend. <laughs> but this case out of Kansas City absolutely fascinates it's me. It's crazy. If you haven't heard about this, there's the three men who were found dead in some another friend's backyard mm-hmm. after watching a Chiefs game together. 
And the guy who lives in the house says he has no idea what happened, has nothing to do with what happened. Was in the house. Yeah. As it happened. And he ended up going to work the next day, just carried on with his life as usual. Meanwhile, his three friends were in the backyard and they were deceased. Yep. And so they're still trying to figure out exactly what happened to this. So this has been the sort of the current true crime mystery that has been gripping the country. Oh, yes. But- It's not the one that I've been most fascinated about my entire life, obviously, because it's new. The one I've always been fascinated about was Amelia Earhart. Oh. And it turns out there might be some news on that front. Now, remind me, the Amelia Earhart. She was the woman who was trying to. I know who she is. Well. What part do you need to be reminded? She, was she missing? Did she die? Like, I don't I don't know the true crime part of this. They don't really know what happened to her. They know she was trying to fly across or around the world or okay. something to that effect. And she never arrived. Okay. And they don't know where she the went. Is. Got it. There were stories uh, a few years back about how they think that they found evidence of these photographs of her. Like, she was prisoner on some island. Mm-hmm. And that never really panned out. But now there is an explorer who is paid like over $10 million Mm. to go out and search and like sonar the ocean floor. And they think they found her plane. Wow. After all these years. All right. Okay. And so they're going to go back in a few weeks and they're going to see if they can actually like dive down to it and see if it's her actual plane. Mm. If we get closure to the Amelia Earhart story in my lifetime... That would be incredible, first of all. But also, I would not know what true crime thing to be obsessed with after that. Because I have thought about this since they first taught it to us in school when we were kids. You can have more than one true crime obsession. <laughs> Believe me. I I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I have one that I focus on and I put all my energy towards. Ugh, I need to know all of the things for all of the things. That's a lot of things. <laughs> yes, it is. And there's a lot going on in my brain. Uh, 515-244-4933. We want to know what unsolved mystery you would most like to know the answer to. I'm very excited if they come up with the final solution to this Amelia Earhart case. I also want to know what happened to these guys in Kansas City. Do you want to know mine? Yeah. Who killed John Benet Ramsey? Oh, yeah. That That's a huge one that I don't think we will ever know the answer to. 515-244-4933. What is the unsolved mystery you want to know the answer to most? And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We were talking about how there's this story out today about how they believe there's some explorers, I guess, who believe they have found Amelia Earhart's plane. Yeah. After all these years. They really do think they've legitimately found it somewhere between Hawaii and Australia. And so they're going to go back in a couple of weeks and they're going to do a dive down to the plane and see if it is, in fact, the plane Hmm. that belonged to her. And this would be incredible to have this unsolved mystery solved in our lifetime. Yes. Considering that, I mean, we were taught in school about this. And so this got us talking about the other unsolved mysteries that we would most like the answers to. This story out of Kansas City of the three guys in the backyard was another one that a lot of people are talking about right now. Yeah, because it's still early stages. 515-244-4933. What is the unsolved mystery you want the answers to? Let's start in Indianola with Beth. Well, um, this is kind of morbid, but 
as a long life resident of Des Moines, the paper boys, Eugene Martin and Johnny Gosh. Yes. And now as a parent thinking how that would just be horrific, not actually knowing exactly, you know, or having some closure or, you know, all yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, I remember geez, even as a kid, Back yeah. when they still put kids' pictures on, like, milk cartons yeah. and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. Eugene and Johnny were everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And what yeah. a heartbreaking story. And I, I hope they do eventually figure out what yeah. happened to both of them. Yeah, yeah. But that's just so, like, nobody can, you know, nobody knows the final answer. It just, yeah, it's kind of mind, you know, just mind-blowing that there's not closure. Thanks for calling in today, Beth. Appreciate it. Let's go to Lacona. Talk to Gina. You have an unsolved mystery you'd like to know the answer to? I think today actually marks the 28th year of the disappearance of the news reporter from Mason City. Yeah, Jody Husentrout. Yes. Yes. And they still have not found a body or anything. I know. That is just the weirdest case, too. I don't know that case. Yes. Yeah, she was a news anchor who was just, I think she was on her way to work one morning, and she disappeared, yep. and oh, wow. nobody knows what happened. Hmm. Nope. No body's been found or anything, and I, I want to say today is the twenty, the, the actual date 28 years ago. Wow. Can't believe it's been that long. I know. That makes me so old. Well, Gina, thanks for calling in today. We appreciate it. Over on Facebook, a lot of the same answers. Jody Husentrude is one that's popular, as well as uh, Johnny Gosh and Eugene Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Benane Ramsey, the same one that you're interested in. That's mine. Uh, Colleen Swain also wants to know what happened from there. A couple of the more popular ones, the Johnny Gosh, or excuse me, the Jimmy Hoffa one. Uh, there's also the the JFK assassination, <laughs> D.B. Cooper. Yeah. I didn't even know anything about D.B. Cooper until maybe like, 20 years ago. There was a documentary not too long about it that kind of filled in some holes for me because I yeah. didn't really know either. I will watch a documentary on anything, especially when it's true crime related. And it's also amazing to me to see how like where you grew up, how everyone mm-hmm. has their local their local mysteries. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because most of the stuff on Facebook is all about mysteries here in Iowa. Yeah. The one that I remember from where I was before was a, a case for a little girl. Baby Lisa mm-hmm. was what they called her. I don't know if it ever made its way up here or not, but Little girl just disappeared from her house in the middle of the night. They have no idea where she is, how she got out, That's where crazy. she went. Parents have no clue. And we still to this day don't know where baby Lisa is. Wow. Those are the things that I'm just like, oh, what happened? See, this is why Unsolved Mysteries should have never gone off TV. It needs to come back. Yes. And I, I know that Robert Stack is long dead, but man. Who would that be was... a good host for that now? Uh, ooh, That's a good one. That should be interesting. Somebody who's intimidating and strikes fear and where's a trench coat well where's a trench coat well <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA imagine being able to go out and eat at some of your favorite restaurants or maybe even some of the restaurants you haven't been able to eat at because you thought they were too expensive yeah and you end up getting to eat there for free I see a catch there's well the yes, there's always a catch. There's but always a catch. You never get anything for free, especially at a fancy restaurant. This is the premise behind the latest free food hack. Okay. And it's making the rounds on TikTok. This woman explains it's essentially different businesses, usually restaurants, sometimes also stores. I would do it for like bowling alleys. They hire somebody to secretly come in as a diner or a patron and they ask this person to look out for certain things like how many minutes until your drink is dropped after you order it? Did the server offer you dessert? Was your cutlery clean? All sorts of things. And then you go in, 
secretly as a normal diner. You look for all these things and then you go home and you write a report and you send it into the restaurant and they will reimburse the cost of your food up to a certain point. So it's the whole idea Mm. behind being a secret shopper. I don't know. You ever heard of this concept before? Yeah, when I worked at Walmart, we always were told to, you know, be on our best behavior as a cashier and make sure that we counted change back because you never knew if it was somebody from corporate Mm -hmm. that would be coming in and pretending to be like a secret shopper. And I guess the there are companies that partner with restaurants, et cetera, to actually find secret shoppers and organize them to go to these various businesses. The one in particular that this TikTok account was sharing was called iSecretShop.com. Okay. Just the letter I, SecretShop.com. You can go there. You can sign up to be a secret shopper, and then they can pair you up with a various business, and you can get your meals or your experiences reimbursed up to a certain point. And then in some cases, they will reimburse you plus pay you money to actually do the work. So you actually make a little bit of money off of this. There's no way that you can just sign up for this for free. Yeah. And it's just willy-nilly, here you go. Because you have no skills. Like, what are you... You don't know what's going on. All you have to do, like the, the girl said in the clip, is that you just have to write a report up afterwards. So, yes, there's a little bit of homework involved. And you're sort of reporting back to the company slash restaurant slash business, whatever, about your experience and whether or not they did certain things. And they're probably going to ask you, hey, we want to specifically know if they're sharing the details on our specials because the specials sales are low and we want to see if they're actually doing anything. But what's stopping you from going into a restaurant where, say, maybe your ex works and giving them a bad review just because you want to stick it to your ex? You know what I mean? Like, there's no incentive for actually doing a good job. I mean, you're getting your food paid for. That's the that's the whole point. Yeah, but you could go in and just screw with people just because and still get your food paid for. But why would you want to? Why would you do that? Because people suck. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. That's the first thing I thought of in this whole situation. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I love when companies try to put things together. Especially when it's food, because it makes Luke's head explode. This is why we have abominations like mayo chup and cranch. Those sound lovely. <laughs> I am down for whatever either one of those words is. Uh. But there is a new food combo <laughs> that they're trying to make sweep the nation, but I don't know if it's going to work out so much. Have you seen in the grocery store those prepackaged... Little guacamoles called holy guacamole. Oh, yeah. Those are the ones we buy. All right. Well, holy guacamole is trying to uh, make a thing based around Super Bowl Sunday where you should dip your pizza in guacamole. Ooh, no thank you. I think it sounds fantastic. They actually did a poll that made them decide to do this. They found that 74% of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party. Okay, yes, I'm in. And 91% of us reach for pizza. We're more of a chili Super Bowl family, but that's fine. Why don't you put your guac in your chili? Have you not ever put guac in chili before? No. What is wrong with you? It's delicious. Nothing. Avocado? Oh, my. Oh. oh. However, only 17% of people have ever tried pizza and guacamole together. So they have launched a contest 
on a website called guacafypizza.com. <laughs> And 250 fans in San Francisco and Kansas City will also win free pizza and guacamole. But a bunch of people could win just guacamole door dashed to you on Super Bowl Sunday. Well, good for them. I think guacamole on pizza sounds fantastic. I don't know why it sounds so wrong to you. I think it's the mixture of some of the tastes. Like, I don't know if I, I like... I thought it was good on everything. Like, I don't know if I like the idea of... The mozzarella cheese and guacamole mixing together. Why? I don't know if I like the tomato sauce and the guac mixing together. You already have tomatoes and guac. Anyway, I I don't mind the crust because like you can do, you know, regular chips or you could do like non bread or something in guac. That's great. That's delicious. So there you go. So it all goes together. I I don't understand why you think this would be so terrible. I feel like it would be so overpowering. It would just feel like you were eating a piece of pizza with just guacamole on it and nothing else. You are. It's a piece of pizza with guacamole on it. What are you trying to? It doesn't have taste. just guacamole. It has cheese and it has tomato sauce and maybe pepperoni or you would taste sausage. all of that stuff. What? No, you with... wouldn't. Yes, you would. The guacamole would overpower it. How much guacamole are you thinking about putting on this pizza? Have you seen people dip stuff into other stuff? I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about you. Have you seen me dip stuff into other stuff? Actually, no, I've never seen you dip. <laughs> yeah, anything. I go full bore. Like I get in there and I just douse it. It is soaked. Well, that's the problem. You don't know how to dip. No ruffle is safe amongst party dip and me. Like, just you are going to drown, Mr. Ruffle, inside of this party dip, and I'm going to come out with extra weight. What? Pizza and party dip. Put party dip on pizza. That sounds delicious. I mean, maybe, but... That would be awesome. Yeah, maybe, but... A.E., jump on this bandwagon. (laughs) You need to start a website right now. Let's mix party dip and pizza. Forget this guacamole stuff. Okay, fine. That'll be great. Party dip and pizza. <laughs> Jeremy's head's exploding. <laughs> Party dip and pizza. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. If you were listening to the show earlier, Jeremy and I got into a heated discussion over whether or not guacamole should be on pizza. Ugh. And then for some reason, you and I started talking about putting party dip, like AE party dip, well, the whole, on pizza. The whole thing started because the company Holy Guacamole wants the new Super Bowl thing to be that you dip your pizza in guacamole. Right. So much so there's a contest where you could win guacamole door dashed to you on Super Bowl Sunday. If you live in San Francisco and or Kansas City, you get pizza on top of that. Oh. But just even the mention of guacamole on pizza sent you spinning. Absolutely not. I don't no. think it would be bad. I love guacamole and I love avocado. So the thought of that on pizza doesn't sound bad to me. Now we've brought in Lee McNabb. Who Official is KIOA food tester. And dip queen. Dip queen. Yeah. She yeah. is always I, known to have dips. I am. Because first of all, let me just tell you that the assignment to be sent on as a, the serious journalist that I am. Yes. Um, this is right in my wheelhouse. Exactly. With party dips and guacamoles and Casey's breakfast pizza. Done. Um, and I know we want to try them all together, but personally, as the reigning queen of dips, I would mix them together. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. AE party dip is, is perfect on its own. Gonna, it does not need do, to be sullied. I'm going to do one of each. So I'm going to do, I've got a party dip dollop. I've got a guacamole dollop. Yeah. And then I'm going to have a mixture dollop well if, okay. if we're gonna do this nationwide i think we should just make it an iowa thing and we should just go ahead and condense it down and say pizza should be dipped in a party, party dip. dip i mean why oh, didn't we think period of end this. of story yes. why are we just now coming up with this 
So I'm sure somebody else has done this before. Well, they uh, apparently not because we haven't seen it. Should anywhere. have bought a, an advertising package on 93.3 KIY exactly. to let the people know. We will tell everybody how amazing this is. All right. So are you just dolloping up for yourself over there? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. you can have some. Have you not dolloped you yet? No, I've done nothing. Yeah, you, you, need, need you need to dollop. Here, you can have so, some. So yeah. Mine. So just we sent, the container. We sent Luke two Casey's. He got each of us a piece of Casey's breakfast pizza, mm-hmm. which is delicious by itself. Mm-hmm. And then he also picked up holy guacamole. And AE party dip. Yep. Oh so gosh. we're going to try. Yeah, I need to to- the I two need to and see which way we should go. More of a schmear. I think they're both going to be delicious. I'm sure they are. I'm doing the uh, the party mm. dip first. By the way. Okay, I'm gonna just go ahead and go oh guacamole. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. I'm dolloping guacamole on my pizza. Mm-hmm. See where we go. That's a big chunk of guacamole. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, you guys! Okay, the AE party dip and breakfast pizza. That's unmatched. I mean. That's, I mean, it is yep. fantastic. That's, oh, stop chewing with your mouth closed. That's undefeated. Don't pretend you have a manner now. <laughs> okay. And see, I like the guacamole on the pizza, now especially gonna, the breakfast pizza. I'm going to do both. Because I why, put why would you just do eggs. guacamole first? I, I'm, it's already smeared on. Oh, okay, she's, okay. <laughs> she's slathered. There is a slathering mm. of the things on that pizza. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So you're good with the AE party dip? I'm good with the party dip. That's really? all I need, man. I'm proud really? of you. I'm proud of you, Lucas. Are you going to try the guacamole? Yeah, we'll see. The guacamole is not even fine, try it. but the AE party dip has to be part of it. So it's either the combo or, yeah, look. Look at this. This It's like a white party dip to green uh, guacamole yeah. ratio of deliciousness. I've died and gone to heaven. This is the greatest day of my life. It's good. It's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. AE party dip and pizza are my mm-hmm. new thing. Amazing. That's it. Yep, there you go. That's so it. get yourself some AE party dip and a pizza mm-hmm. of any variety. We prefer the Casey's breakfast pizza. For the sports balling. Go for uh, it. 